You're listening to Music Box, official podcast of London Centre of Contemporary Music. We're coming to you with fresh artists, music news and industry insider info about the music biz and beyond. Hi, I'm Sam. Um, I sing and play guitar in a band called 20 Cent Dreams. Uh, we feature two LCCM uh, students and we're a trio who play pop rock music. Uh, we're all currently living in London and we've been playing in this band for almost four years now. Um, so it's still going strong. Uh, we recently released an EP entitled Generations, which um, LCTM actually really, really helped us out with because um, we came and played uh, the EP and um, did, a little, did a little seminar thing um, for the open day recently and they paid us for it, which was awesome. It meant we, meant we could uh, pay for a bunch of promotion and CDs and all the little things that go into making a record like actually happen. Um, so yeah, massive thanks to LCTM for that one. Um, we also had a pretty cool boat party uh, on the same day as release. So release day was April 28th, I believe. Yes, April 28th. We had a massive boat party on the Thames. A bunch of LCCM showed up. It was a fun time. And uh, yeah, lots of lots of love to the LCCM alumni for that. Uh, future plans involve, at the moment, just a bunch of shows. Hopefully, uh, we'll be playing around London a lot. Hopefully, um, surrounding areas a lot. And um, yeah, we just want to get out there and play, really. You can get all of that info on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think we even I think we even have a Tumblr page that hasn't been used in about four years. Um, yeah, so just search Twenty Cent Dreams on any of that, and yeah, if you'd like to hear the music, uh, go find R E P anywhere. It's on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, if you Shazam it, you'll probably find it. And pretty much anywhere, anywhere involving music, hopefully. So I'm going to shut up and we're going to play you guys the first track from our new EP, Generations. Uh, yeah, this is a life. Hope you enjoy. Shining down on me So loud and up, up, up Until the sun comes up So loud and up, up, up The news. In musical news this week, the dawning of Kate Bush's first number one album for 30 years is on the horizon in this week's official albums chart. Before the dawn, Kate's live album, featuring recordings from her 2014 Apollo London residency, is currently holding the top spot on today's official albums chart. Some 5,000 combined sales ahead of Little Mix's Glory Days, which has dropped one place since Friday. 
John Legend will be performing at the 2016 BBC Music Awards. The award-winning artist, who has bagged 10 Grammy Awards over the course of his career and an Oscar for Best Original Song in the movie Selma, will take to the stage at London's Excel Centre on Monday the 12th of December. He joins an already impressive lineup of Robbie Williams, The 1975 and Craig David. Eric Clapton is facing his last four shows before retirement. It's not unusual for an artist to say they're retiring and then drawing out that final tour for years, but Eric Clapton has pushed his farewell just to a second year and swears that this is it, there will be no more. Clapton will play four US shows, two in New York and two in Los Angeles in 2017. Joining him for the dates will be special guest stars Gary Clark Jr. and Jimmy Vaughan, along with his regular band. The LCCM have a couple of events to get you through to the end of the year. On the 5th and 6th of December at the Amersham Arms in New Cross, the first and second year students will be rounding up the first term of the academic year. They're there on both the 5th and 6th, so there's no excuse. Get your Christmas vibes on and come on down for a drink, a dance and some great music. On the 7th of December at 5pm at the Union Street campus, the LCCM are holding the event Careers in Code. If you're inspired by the potential of digital technology to transform our everyday lives, if you love the apps you use and the games you play but think you could do better, this is an event that's not to be missed. With guest speakers, developer Cyril Silverman and designer James Bickerton, they will be talking you through the technical and artistic aspects of designing your own apps and a career in coding. And the first open day has been scheduled for the 11th of February 2017. This is the perfect opportunity to get friends and relations along to see what happens at our campus. And that is the news in brief. I'm here with LCCM alumni and vocalist Kate Westall. Her career spans more than a decade and includes working with artists such as Ellie Goulding and producer Trevor Horn. Uh, she writes music as well as sings uh, as a backing and session musician and has recently released an EP. Today we're going to talk about her experience in the industry and go over what it takes to be a session vocalist. Hi, how are you doing? Hello. <laughs> Good. Um, most excitingly actually, can you tell us a bit about what you were doing last night? Ah, uh, yes. So last night I was uh, doing a backing vocal gig um, for an artist called Bright Light, Bright Light. Um, who had Elton John featuring on his song, so Elton was there as well. Um, yeah, doing back and vocals on the Graham Norton show. Mm, mm. So that's going to be out tonight. I don't know when this. Yeah, out. no, a, a little bit after, <laughs> so maybe you can catch on yeah, the BBC catch up, player or something. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get to say hi to Elton John? Yeah, yeah. He, he came and said hello to the band and um, shook his hand and saw all his bling. No, <laughs> never washed that hand ever again. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, that's sweet. that's great. I mean, I mean, you you've, you've you've done quite a few different things like around like TV sessions and stuff, haven't you? Mm, before? Yeah, a few TV gigs. Um, yeah, which are obviously great fun mm, and mm -hmm. yeah helps to I think generate other work. Generate <laughs> a bit of buzz for yourself. Like yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Cause, I mean, pe people see TV and they go, Oh my god, like yeah, you're on the no, BBC no. and things. Um, so you were here at LCCM in two thousand eight. Um, and you studied for one year in the HNC programme. Now, tell me, how would you describe the kind of work you were doing and your sort of career involving music before you came to school? Um, so I, I'd been in London for a few years um, 
uh, and I had like a part-time job doing youth work, um, but I was trying to build up my singing work. Um, so I was doing wedding gigs and kind of background music, a bit of jazz and bits and bobs, um, and keeping busy with like doing backing vocals for artists that I met just in jams or, mm. you know, unsigned artists. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing major, but kept very busy doing that stuff. Um, and on one of those gigs, I met two other backing vocalists who were studying at LCCM at the mm. time. And at that time, I was looking for... Because I'd never really studied singing. I did a bit of music at, you know, secondary school, but and I did singing as, like, A-level thing, but I'd never gone beyond that. Yeah. Um, I didn't really realise what courses were out there, actually. So when they told me about LCCM and, and what happened here and the kind of contemporary music stuff... and. I was very interested in, you know, developing mm-hmm. my own voice and and learning more. Mm. What did you find like most like I don't know, um, important or like transformative in terms of what you learned here in the time you spent here? You know, what, what what kind of differences did you see in like the music you were making, the way you were singing, for example? Uh, I definitely noticed an improvement in my singing. Um, uh, yeah, I think the the vocal tuition that that I got here was great. Um, Liz was here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some fab teachers uh, mm-hmm. who I had who are still here and have gone. Um, yeah, uh, I think that was the main thing. So it was a performance, uh, yeah, it was a performance based HNC. Um, so I didn't do any of the composition stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, having having a bit of the music history and learning more about the theory and you know different in different scales and singing and uh, and the jam and things like that definitely developed my. I felt like I was understanding more about yeah. what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, just kind of just rested on just oh, okay, just yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just help me feel more confident and definitely I think just just the regular tuition and regular singing and regular technique stuff and regular practice just mm-hmm. really it, it, other people noticed as well my voice had improved so I, I felt really good that yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely the way to go well, also in terms of like vocal care because I know personally like I didn't really think about it very much before I came here I mean mm-hmm. did, did you find there was a change as well with the way you were sort of looking after your voice and um, yeah definitely I'm I think I was definitely singing in a in a better way, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like the belts and things like that. Um, yeah. I kind of learnt more about that here, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure I mm-hmm. did myself a favour. <laughs> <laughs> and did you find a difference after you left school to, I mean, like the kind of opportunities you were putting yourself up for and the kind of work you were getting? Um, uh, I felt, I, I definitely felt more kind of. Uh, confident I guess mm. um, so I yeah and, and really um, you know it's great to kind of network at, at college as well and, and networking is such a big part of, of being a, a musician yeah. and doing it professionally it's, it's kind of a lot about who you know um, so building up those kind of networks and yeah, yeah just continuing that stuff mm-hmm. was really I mean helpful. is that the primary way you're finding work um, as a session vocalist uh, yeah definitely um, I think I've I've always kept busy, you know, with gigs and sometimes taken on a bit too much, but you know, mm. just kind of got through it. Um, 
and meeting more people as long as you do a good job and you make a good impression on those people obviously mm-hmm. not, not the la- you, not the opposite you, you, be, be nice to everyone you meet I think is like the rule of it yeah, you, know, you never nice. know yeah be good to work with um, and do a good job and, and be committed and not flaky in any way and you know then yeah. people will remember you because mm-hmm. they'll be looking for the mm-hmm. all the time so as you started picking up uh, more sessions and things like backing vocal jobs and stuff um, was was there anything about the, you know, the job or the work that you found particularly challenging, which you might not have anticipated beforehand? Um, hmm. Uh, every 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 job's different and it has this different kind of pressures. So, I don't know. For example, one one job might might involve a bit more movement or dancing, and that's that's never been one no. of my <laughs> one of my fortes. So. I'd, I'd feel a bit more stressed about a job like that where there was choreography involved and things. Um, uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, there's different challenges in, in on different gigs. Um, and some, you know, some people that you work for are fussier than others as well about the way you're singing and the kind of detail. Others just want real, yeah. uh, I don't know... Um, natural sort of yeah, approach kind of to a bit more laid back yeah. and I mean do, do you find you have to do a bit of your research before like with if you're picking up a project do, do you have to do like any preparation for it in terms of like thinking ahead to what they might be looking for or is it just a case of going in on the day um yeah I, I personally always kind of research as much as I can about you know whoever I'm going to go into audition for or or start working with um, kind of listen to as much of their music, see what style of backing vocals they've had in the past, um, so what they might like. Um, yeah, and just kind of familiarise yourself and so and, and even like the, the fashion set, you know, just mm-hmm. everything, just so you can really fit in in a way that yeah. feels like it would work from, mm-hmm. from the off. Um, yeah. Because it seems like versatility is an important aspect of doing this kind of work. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so could you tell us a little bit because I know people will be excited to hear about oh Ellie Goulding Ellie Goulding but can you can, can you tell us how you picked up that gig then and yeah. the, the kind of work you did with her um, yeah sure um, so I um, I found out about the audition of, uh, for Ellie through a drummer that I'd met years before um, doing a music thing together and I hadn't seen him for years and years but we were friends on Facebook you know just kind of yeah. lo- loosely um, and he got got in touch um, just because he was trying to think of all the singers he knew that were serious about it and that might be good and, and might want to audition. So, yeah, so I, it kind of came out of the blue, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was already a fan of hers. I really loved her. She was quite new at the time. It was her first album that came out. Um, yeah, so I was really well up for <laughs> auditioning. And... Um, yeah, they sent the tracks out. Uh, they sent a couple of tracks with the stems of the BBs for us to learn in the audition, um, and asked us to prepare a song, you know, a couple of songs to sing. Uh, so I worked my butt off to, yeah. you know, make sure I was nailing everything. Um, yeah, and uh, got the gig. So uh, and that was for the audition was for a UK tour, yeah. um, which was gosh, I don't know, it was twenty. 10 or 2011 yeah. something like that um, uh, and then we kind of we kept working with her for about well I guess three or four years actually kind mm-hmm. of doing festivals in summer and, and she'd you know go off and write her album so there'd be quiet times 
um, but we were doing lots of different gigs mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Some, a lot of TV gigs as well. Got my first TV gigs through through her. Mm. Um, so it was great, great fun, great yeah, experience. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything about TV gigs which is slightly different, perhaps, to other work you might do at all? It's it's yeah, it's a different vibe. It's, um, I don't know. You just got to be really, you know, know what you're doing. Mm. Um, think about the the look of it. You know. Yeah. and the sound I mean every, everything I've done on TV is all, it's all been live vocals not yeah. mime uh, sometimes the instruments are miming and the vocals are live right but, you know. okay um, yeah you just uh, it sometimes feels like a weird environment in a TV studio and the audience are kind of sat quite far back and maybe not quite the fan base of the mm. artist that you're singing for so yeah. it ca- can be a bit not much energy in the room a lot of but stopping you have and starting to, I think as well yeah as well. you yeah. just have to really like give it as if you're doing it in a mm-hmm. on a big stage mm-hmm. and everyone's loving it um, yeah you just have to you know smile and enjoy <laughs> very tv and you get someone to come brush your face and you're like oh gosh yeah. um i mean like so you've you've you've, you've done some of these like um more exciting gigs that people would pick up and stuff like that um and you know you you're sharing them on your social media and stuff like that i mean can can you tell us about how you're managing your facebook page and things on those lines and yeah. how perhaps it's helping you pick up work yeah. as well yeah i think it's really important to be quite active on social media um for kind of putting yourself out there as a as a working singer and as somebody that other people might think oh she's doing that gig so I'll think of her for this gig or you know it just it just always helps and things definitely come through social media Mm -hmm. so I guess I I try to be as creative and try not to be I don't know annoyingly like name droppy or like oh I'm doing this there's a fine line though isn't there you've got to be really kind of think carefully about it sometimes um so it might be like just a, a funny picture of a rehearsal, which happens to mention who you're working with or, or something like that. It's just something a little bit different from time to time. Um, uh, yeah, but, uh, and I try to kind of, you know, spread out things. So if, if I'm having a quiet month or where I haven't really got anything that exciting happening, I'll I'll maybe do a throwback um, mm. post mm. about a gig that I did a little while ago, or you know, just to kind of uh, keep in people's mind. And obviously, you keep meeting new musicians all the time yeah. in London, yeah. so some of those people won't know what you've done before. So it's kind of good to mm-hmm. you know regurgitate mm-hmm. a little bit of what you've done, so that people. I don't know, maybe consider you more for other gigs and mm, things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, in terms of picking up work from people, is it more sort of they're approaching you, or did you, like, do a lot of reaching out and stuff yourself? Um, it's, it's been, it's been more people approaching me, luckily. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's always that way. I definitely have put myself out there in terms of... Other musicians that I've worked with, I'll say, oh, if you know of any gigs going, let me know. I'm, I've got quite a few months ahead, or you know, yeah. I'll I'll kind of make it known if I'm looking for more gigs, <laughs> um, and you know, try to get in touch with fixers and keep my uh, CV updated and send that to someone with one one fixer. I haven't actually got work through him, so yeah, it kind of you know, I've, it's just been through through friends, 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 and just random contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's still good to reach out as well. Yeah. You kind of have to do 
you have to do everything you can. I know, I know. It's difficult. You, you, you do see a lot of people coming in to sort of thinking about being a musician and there's that sort of balance between like, I don't want to be too pushy and I don't want to be in people's spaces, but at the same yeah. time... Yeah, yeah. I think generally uh, uh, the, one of the best pieces of advice I got really was just keep busy and do like do your best at every job and don't be flaky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, not not that you know I wouldn't be flaky anyway. I, I always <laughs> even if it's like a you know a friends gig or you're helping someone out or something, I always kind of do my best. But um, you never know who's watching. You never know who else in the band. Who knows somebody else? You just always need to be on top form um, and. Uh, the busier you are, the, the mm -hmm. wider your network's going to go, the more you're seen. Um, and, you know, just being a nice person as well, yeah, people won't want to talk with someone who's, you know, a bit, I don't know, a bit mean or a bit, like, nasty or, yeah. or two-faced or anything. I think if you're generally nice and just being yourself and mm -hmm. having a laugh, mm -hmm. people will think, oh, well, there'll be good fun on a gig or they'll be good to work with or... Yeah. 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 So, just, no, yeah. that's good. That's good. I mean, that that's quite good for like not not to people who want to be session vocalists, but I think for most musicians as well. Yeah, you know, absolutely. it's very much like a people-based industry. Yeah. Um. So, can you tell us about your own sort of writing for yourself? I mean, you've been doing like some top lining for people and things, and released your own music as well. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I've. I've. I've always loved songwriting and I've kind of always had an original project going on the side, you know, a little passion project, yeah. um, uh, which doesn't bring in so much cash, but, <laughs> you know, I kind of, I have to do it yeah. um, and I love it. Um, yeah, so I um, I work a lot on my own stuff with um, my husband, who um, I met through being in a band together, so he's, he's a multi-instrumentalist and producer. Um, very talented. He went to Brit school and you know, kind of, oh, okay. you know. So he's best scene. friends with the Dell and all of that. Then. Well, <laughs> funnily enough, he did used to work with really, really. <laughs> him and my guitarist Jose. They they were both um, they were in the same year, so they oh. and they used to go to Jose's and write music together. Oh, that's so nice. I actually, he heard some early recordings. <laughs> yeah. None, none of the anyway, stuff on the albums. She, yeah, then. <laughs> no, no, no. She left them behind. And, oh and yeah. I, and I walked in and I'm like, hey, work with me. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've kind of we've done one EP um, mm -hmm. called Homeward, which is on my Bandcamp online, and we're mm -hmm. currently recording uh, a new one now. Um, so that's great fun. I kind of co-write that with them. Um, and other writing, I've I've done some top lining for a drum and bass duo called Fredbean Graphics, mm -hmm. uh, which came out a couple of years ago on Hospital Records. Um, and that's great fun. Cause, um, they'll just send you know a cool drum and bass yeah. track over and then I'll just and give me a reference track or something and um, then I'll send it back to them um, yeah uh, so I've done a little bit of that with a few different artists at hospital and a bit of um, just session vocals recording to mm -hmm. them as well yeah and that's I really enjoy that actually it's it's just a bit different it's a it's at home it's kind of you just get lost in this world of the reference and I don't know exploring exploring music in a different yeah. way and, and using my voice in a different way as well maybe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean like do you do you think that you want to do like a bit more sort of like solo artist work is that like a goal or are you you're more interested in like working with other people and on their projects um I I'm striving for a good balance because I I love I, I obviously want to you know progress with my own music and my own artistry I, I'm I haven't got kind of 
massive ambitions <laughs> to take over the world and it's and my music's quite kind of acoustic folky it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. you know it's not massively commercial if you like but so I'm happy to kind of trundle along with that and I'd, I'd love to be able to do some tours or something and just um just be able to gig that around a little bit mm-hmm. without it mm-hmm. being too much of a financial strain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually maybe make a tiny bit of money from it but be mm-hmm. nice um, but I my biggest joy in terms of working as a singer is is doing backing vocals yeah. I just there's I love harmonies always loved harmonies and I love slotting in with other other good backing vocalists where you can really get down to the really gritty like every little detail about the the part and how you deliver it and you know you can go quite deep in what what's involved not mm-hmm. necessarily as easy as some people might assume but um so I really I really love doing that and, mm. and obviously when you're working with artists who, who you do like as well which I've been lucky enough to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's really good fun <laughs> yeah it's a nice way of putting it because I think a lot of people might think you know oh there's glory in being a solo artist and stuff but I mean the way you talk about it, you know doing backing vocals and session work it is it is hard work you know and it is really mm-hmm. rewarding I think as well yeah no definitely I, I'm 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 really happy with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So have you got any plans uh, coming up in the future that you can maybe divulge or share a little bit? Um, so uh, I'm going to be doing some gigs with Trevor Horn in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a few festivals, so that'll be all his back catalogue of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Grace Jones and. Um, uh, seal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are 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 you like singing lead for some of those, or are you doing um, like? W- we haven't done the rehearsals yet, but um, sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I have like sung, uh, got to sing "Slave to the Rhythm" on one gig, oh, which is so bad. Good. Yeah, um, and um, me and the other singers like you know share them out. We do. Um, me and the other singer do a duet of the tattoo song, all the things she said. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and then you have to wear the school uniforms, <laughs> and you kiss on stage. Yeah, well, yeah we, we kind of tone, tone it back. Yeah, like, no, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's quite a fun gig because we get to do a bit of the lead stuff as well. Yeah. And, and it's such a variety of songs. And they're phenomenal the songs as well. Yeah, they're, yeah. All, they're all hits, so it's, mm. it's a really mm-hmm. fun gig. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'll be um, doing some touring with Bright Light, Bright Light, uh, as well sure. uh, next week and in July okay that's awesome well thank you so much for coming in it's been really interesting to talk to you um, and good luck with all the tours and projects coming up as well thank, thank you very much rise from the east side and through the sky it rolls. feel the north wind cold on your skin we'll find our way It said and I couldn't see the road I could have fallen over Would have fallen over If you hadn't heard my call
this was Music Box. Jingles are by Jean-Pierre Volksman and Alex Murphy. Music Box was created by Julia Grasping, Judith Muzaki, Olivia Rafferty, Jakas Kapin, and Stefan Sikora for London Centre of Contemporary Music. Until next time. Keep singing on your way home. Keep singing.